to talk to you about five strategies for succeeding as a CPR instructor. Now, if you're not already a CPR instructor, then please contact me and we can get together and, and uh, help you get started in your new CPR business and making some additional income. If you are already a CPR instructor, then I believe that these five strategies will still help you move your income to the next level, move your business to the next level. So, strategy number one is the roster versus the database. Now, as a CPR instructor, we absolutely must capture our student information at the time of the training in case we get audited, but also to, to verify, you know, we had five students in the class, we, we distributed five cards. But I'm going to suggest to you that to really maximize your CPR training experience, move your business to the next level, we need to go beyond the paper sign-in sheet, the roster, and, and move that information into a database. Now, for administrative purposes, per personally, I take a laptop into most of my classes and just have the students sign themselves in. And what I did was I created a form that when they, when they sign in, they're actually giving me way more information than the standard roster requires. So I'm also capturing emails, phone numbers and I may even make some notes at the end of information about my students that I want to remember. So when you move your information from a sign-in sheet from a roster into a retrievable database, you really now have a way to utilize that data later on and we'll talk a little bit about more about that because your business is really, the value of your business is in your list, in your database because your database is going to be able to help you move your business to the next level. Once you can document that you have 5,000, 10,000 students, you'd be amazed at how that information can help you make more money. For example, people will, you know, external companies may want to you know, advertise on your website. Why? Because they want to capitalize on your client base. So being able to document how many clients you have. Um, also, you know, when you're able to go back to your database because you have their contact information in a retrievable format, that you can go back to them and offer some additional products and services later on. So you're capturing your database, moving it from a roster into a retrievable format is going to be strategy number one for helping you succeed in your CPR business. Strategy number two is upsell or affiliate um, relationships. Now. Again, we just talked about that database, and here's where it becomes very handy again. You've already met these people. They've, they've, you've, you've, they know you. They, you've been in a CPR class. You've taught them. They know who you are. They know your name. They've met you. They've formed an opinion of you. This is now your warmed-up market, if not your warm market. And when you go back to those people and say, hey, you know, I'd like to also offer you a face shield, a first aid kit, some other additional item, maybe during the class, maybe after the class, your, your, your knowledge of your, your relationship with your students gives you the opportunity to go back to them and, and, and offer them some additional products or services that, you know, because they know you, people tend to want to do business with people they know over the stranger. Also, if you've not already heard about affiliate marketing, please look into this. Affiliate marketing is where you, I want to say, partner up with an additional com another company or uh, other products and when you sell those things you make a commission you will see that I have an online store which sells a, a host of inventory great stuff that I make an income from but I did not have to put that store together I don't even have to, to, to do anything with that store but it, it gives me an opportunity to make an additional income and that is an example of affiliate marketing because for all intents and purposes 
my students, you know, it looks like it's my store, and indeed I am making a commission off of it. It is branded with, with my company logo. However, this is an example of affiliate marketing because this, this is really not my company, but I'm able to utilize my relationship with my customers and sell additional products for other people and make an additional income. So you, you, when you know your students, when you have a retrievable database, going from strategy number one, now we can move into strategy number two and you know upsell and offer additional products and services, maybe even make some additional income out of an affiliate marketing relationship. Strategy number three that I'm gonna suggest is to expand your industries that you serve. Now, a lot of times when people come to me to become a CPR instructor, you know, maybe they're a fitness instructor already and they know fitness instructors need CPR. So the entrepreneurial side of them says, huh, I'll become a CPR instructor and I'll service the fitness industry. Great. Same thing with nurses. I get that a lot. I'm a nurse. Nurses need CPR. I'm going to become a CPR instructor and they service other nurses. It's great that you have built up credibility in your industry. So you're well known in the fitness industry. You're well known amongst the nurses. You're well known amongst the construction industry, whatever the case may be, but CPR is CPR regardless of where you go and there are lots of industries that need CPR. So take your credibility, take your CPR knowledge and move it into additional industries and expand your income. This is where the regulatory bodies are our friends and help to drive our business because when OSHA says you must have CPR, when Department of Children and Family says you must have CPR. When various organizations that, you know, uh, licensing and regulatory bodies of various organizations, for example, in the fitness industry, URSA, URSA says all their fitness clubs that are, you know, that are part of their network have to have CPR. You know, um, there are lots of accreditation boards for schools. There are lots of regulatory bodies that drive our business. They're telling their people that they must have CPR. And guess what? CPR is also renewable, usually every two years. So. When you expand your service industries and you, you take your knowledge from the fitness industry, teaching CPR, you've gained credibility in this industry, and you go over to another industry, so you go over to in, into construction and say, hey guys, can I teach you CPR? You go to the adult living facilities and say, hey guys, can I teach you CPR? You've expanded the industries that you serve. You've opened up an opportunity to make more money from your CPR business just by moving into a new industry that also needs the same CPR. Now, strategy number four is e-learning. Now, let me tell you up front, CPR is a contact sport. What does that mean? CPR really has to be hands-on, guys. This is one of those informational products that cannot be delivered solely online. And there are some organizations that are offering online CPR only, but guess what? Those same regulatory bodies I just talked about reject online-only CPR training. So I get a lot of students coming to me that have paid someone for an online CPR card only to be told that they need to be in a hands-on class. So when I say embrace e-learning, what I really mean is, you know, depending on the organization whose curriculum you teach, they may or may not have an e-learning format, but the American Safety and Health Institute, or ASHI, who I'm an instructor trainer for, they absolutely have it. How e-learning helps us is, when we embrace e-learning, we can actually rotate more students through our doors because we can take care of the theory and the video and the um, the quiz portion up front. So once they have that theoretical knowledge under their belts, they only come to us for the hands-on contact skills training and skills checkoff. And that means we don't we don't spend as much of our time and time with is money, guys. So if we can embrace e-learning, then the students will take care of that up front and we can rotate more students to our door because we're not spending as much contact time with them. 
So strategy number four is embrace e-learning. The fifth strategy is actually my favorite, and that one is what I call uh, community givebacks. Now, community givebacks is where you really build value to your brand, where you really, you know, you generate a lot of goodwill. Because if you go into the community, say into churches, nonprofit organizations, or, you know, recently, over the years, I've done a lot of the great American teachings. I go into the elementary schools, and guess what, guys? The kids get it. The kids can learn CPR, and they love it. They have absolute fun. So we go into the community. We, we offer this service for free. Now, people know that this is a product and service that we charge for. So they value it and they appreciate it when we give it to them for free. Maybe you don't give them a CPR card at the end of it, but they have absorbed that knowledge. And that's the most important thing because they can take that and save the life of someone that matters to them. So we go into the community. We do a community give back. We offer free training. And guess what? When a paid opportunity comes up, because you have generated value with these people, they remember you and they call you. And I can, and plus it just really goes, it, it really helps to build your brand within your community. So five strategies for succeeding and taking your, your CPR business to the next level and the next income level in particular are the roster versus a database, encourage you to move to a flexible, retrievable database. Um, upsell, affiliate marketing is strategy number two. Number three is expand the industries that you serve. Number four is to embrace e-learning. And number five is the community give back. Again, I'm Trudy Behrman.